Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. So, what did we talk about today? Today, we talked about spring cleaning your marketing for your business. That's right. And we also talked about how polar seltzer is so much better than La Croix. <laughs> and we listed out a bunch of profiles that you should be sure you're cleaning up, including Google My Business, which is the king of it all. All that and more on another exciting episode of the Refreshing Edge podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Refreshing Edge podcast, hosted by Megan and Nicholas DeSalvo, about what businesses go through when branding, developing creative, and marketing their business in an ever-changing digital climate. It's also about leadership, company culture, building community, working with your spouse, and whatever we feel is important to share with you today. You might know Megan as an amazing wife, incredible mother, thespian, entrepreneur, co-owner, and creator of opportunities at Edge One Media, and volunteer for every nonprofit organization that exists in Portland and maybe beyond. You might know Nicholas for his love of coffee, tennis, watches, video games, and all things Portland. Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. So what are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about spring cleaning your marketing. Wow, that sounds like an amazing idea. How does one spring clean their marketing, Megan? There are many ways to approach it. And I think the very first thing to do is to start off with what it is that you need to accomplish most. For some, it might be your website. For others, it might be your social media. But in general, every year, you need to be sure you're taking a look at what you have out there working for you in the ether of social media and the web and decide what it is that needs to be changed about it. How does one assess what needs to be changed about their marketing? I think that it starts with one profile. So for instance, we started with LinkedIn. That was the first profile that we mentioned in our private group to people to... Shout out Refreshing Edge. <laughs> to take a look at. So one would log into their LinkedIn. They would go through... That's driving me crazy. Seriously? M Megan hates it when I do anything that makes noise in a podcast. And here I am. I just opened up a seltzer water and it tastes delicious. Let me just taste it for you. <laughs> and now he's drinking loudly. <laughs> so good. So annoying. Hold on. Let me get my candy wrapper up and... <laughs> Uh, shout out to Choco Love. <laughs> Choco Love, almonds and sea salt in dark chocolate. Not paid for. 55% cocoa content. This is a free ad. Free ad. <laughs> uh, you're drinking your polar seltzer. I'm drinking my La Croix. Yeah. It's because because <laughs> that La Croix uh, seltzer flavor tastes terrible. It does not. Limoncello is amazing. It is my favorite seltzer of the La Croix family brand. Can I just tell you that I think La Croix is really overrated. Like it's one of the worst seltzer brands. It's great for overall fizzy quality and content. But the flavors, they're terrible. I disagree. I really like the key lime pie, limoncello. There's so many wonderful flavors to choose from. You're so wrong about this. <laughs> <laughs> so 
let us know. Let us know in the comments of this podcast what you think about uh, seltzer water and what your favorite brand is. <laughs> <laughs> How that relates to LinkedIn. <laughs> so, yes, LinkedIn was the first profile that we said people should audit um, in the whole, you know, spring cleaning uh, sort of mechanism that we have going on right now we're talking so, we're talking about spring cleaning and and one of the first things we mentioned was linkedin because linkedin is uh often not thought of as a social network that people promote their business in but it has amazing organic reach and you can connect with so many of your professional contacts because they're not your friends they're just contacts and far too often we see people who have profiles that are halfway done or maybe they promote a business that they used to be a part of or they promote college that they went to but they don't actually talk about the business that they own and operate right now or whatever's going on in their life what role they have in their company at this moment um, and oftentimes there's missing banners there's just a lot of optimization that is forgotten linkedin is one of the places where people make an account usually to search for a job or something, and then they forget about it for a really long time. And so they don't ever go back and check it. But there's a lot of cool stuff happening on LinkedIn, and there's a lot of opportunity on LinkedIn. And just just this week, I gave someone homework to go create a LinkedIn account so that they could start networking with other professionals in their area. And just this week, I gave someone homework to post to LinkedIn uh, once a week, uh, at least, but once a day would be preferable. Uh, and what? <laughs> I agree with you. Oh. I just agree with everything that you're saying. Okay. We're saying the same things. We believe <laughs> the same things. This is amazing. <clears throat> you think LinkedIn is important? I think LinkedIn is important. You think LaCroix is amazing? That's uh, objectively not true. Uh, you're wrong. So... <laughs> But LinkedIn, the uh, the good thing about it was that this person who I gave that homework to posted about it and then said, oh my goodness, someone that I'm connected to reached out to me because of the post I made and sure enough has a referral for me. And that was a, a magical moment. That doesn't always happen right away. But I would say if you consistently show up in any social platform, if you consistently show up, you will receive referrals from that network. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, like one person in our professional network has this slogan where he says, uh, fairly famously in our networking groups, be seen and collect the, the green. green. Mm -hmm. And it's true. If you start posting about things on, on LinkedIn and other places, but if you start promoting yourself, people will start to know about you. And if you don't promote yourself, I said this many times on this podcast, if you don't promote yourself, Nobody else will. That and is true. LinkedIn in this moment represents a big opportunity for you to promote yourself without being icky about it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I bet you don't know about that tagline is the CEO of the local chamber of commerce came up with that tagline for him. Which chamber of commerce was that? Tigered. Who was the CEO? Debbie Mollahan. Shout out Debbie Mollahan, <laughs> CEO of the Tiger Chamber of Commerce, treasurer, financial agent, something of the Tiger Downtown Alliance, board member of like eight other things. <laughs> the Oregon State Chamber of Commerce Association. There's so many. There's so many. Wow. So, um, so sidetracking. Full of tangents. Back to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is important. Go there. Check your profile. 
make sure that you have everything up to date. It is the number one place right now to make sure you have spring cleaned. Number two. Number two. This week, we are talking in our private group. Shout out Refreshing Edge. Uh, <laughs> you got this down now. About. You don't even need me. <laughs> about Instagram. Instagram, you say? Yeah. And we've talked on this podcast several times about the importance of Instagram and what it can do for you and how um, you know, you should be showing up there and posting stories as well as, you know, regular content into your grid. We've talked about the importance of hashtags, all kinds of things. But what we haven't talked about is how important your bio is. There's a lot of people who utilize LinkedIn bio as, um, a saying on Instagram to say, go check my bio to go to a website or go to my link tree or go to some sort of important thing okay so just to unpack that for a second sure when someone says link in bio that is because on instagram you can't post links in your post and have them clickable on instagram the only link that is clickable that you have access to change is the one that is in your bio so when you say link in bio in a post that is the um the trigger the signal for you to go check out their bio to go click on the link that they have referenced. Mm -hmm. Okay, back to you. So what often happens is you set it and forget it. You have it set up a certain way. Maybe you have a link tree or you've created a link page on your website, which is what we think is preferable. And you don't go back and check what it says about your brand or your you know, page, whatever your page is about. So it's important for you to really go look at that. And what words are you using? What words were you using about your business or your you as a professional figure, you know, a year ago when you went and cleaned up that bio the first time? And are those are do you have different words? Is there a different vocabulary? Are there different needs now, especially through this COVID time? I think it's important to highlight that that your business might have changed. You may have pivoted or um, done something a little different, or maybe you have a new specialty or a new offering that you want to be sure you're highlighting, that bio area is a key place to be doing that. I think that's an important point in that um, now is a really good time for you to review what you have said publicly about yourself in all of the different places where you have said those things. Because this is a much different world now than it was a year ago. And and how often does your business change? I know that ours does all the time, every day. New things come out. There's, you know, there are new important search signals from Google coming out. There are new regulations in um, what iPhones allow in advertising for Facebook. There is all kinds of stuff that happens every day. So it's important for us to go back and see what we have said publicly about ourselves to make sure that we are accurately representing ourselves and promoting the things that we want to promote. And in order for you to maintain an expert level status in what it is you are an expert in. Uh, if you're using old vernacular, you're not going to be as uh, highly regarded as someone who is using the newer terms. Vernacular. You, I love that you use that word because that is one that I use quite a bit. You got it from me. Of course I did. I got everything from you, Nicholas. You're the best. I, I'm the greatest, Megan. You're the greatest person Aren't ever. Aren't you so lucky? I am so lucky. Uh, <laughs> let's just let's just talk about Nicholas for a second here. Nicholas <laughs> is the best thing that has ever happened to my life. Absolutely. Hands down. Mm. Why would you say that, Megan? 
Why would I say that? Yeah, give me some reasons. Can you articulate that? Can you just unpack that a little bit for me? Uh, I don't think that I need to. I just, I'm going to leave it there as is. Mm. That doesn't seem as fun. That's a different podcast for a different time. What's number three? I don't know, Nicholas. What is number three? I believe that you were going to say that number three was Facebook. Oh, really? And that Facebook is still a really important place for you to put your business. And while your uh, organic reach might be lower than it used to as a Facebook business page, it is still a destination where people go to look up things about your business. Wouldn't you say that's true? I would say that is true. I would agree. I think that it is a search engine that people utilize much like they use other search engines to find the things that are important to them. And they might search up a painting company or a chiropractor or whatever it is that they are looking for in that moment and see who on their friends lists are connected to liking pages near them of companies that are near them for the services that they need. It's important for you to be seen everywhere. To but collect the green. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, on Facebook is, is an important place still to make sure you're seen. Well, I know that's one of my habits is whenever uh, I first hear about a business, I will look them up on Facebook um, because that's kind of the easiest place to go find something about somebody. You can also do it on Google but or Yelp. Yelp used to be my destination for this, but it's turned out to be, I mean... We don't like it. Most Most marketers have a hate hate relationship with yelp <laughs> <laughs> and we do too yeah <laughs> but i would i would agree that that's something that i do as well i go and look at their facebook page if their facebook page hasn't been updated recently then i might go look at their website if their website hasn't been updated recently then i usually will look for somebody else um so that's that's the important part if you don't spring clean your sites and you don't make sure they're up to date then you risk losing business from people who are tech savvy, who want to see that you are active on these platforms and want to see what's going on in your business. And especially given the COVID circumstances of businesses going under, people closing doors, people changing their business name and what they're doing and what their offerings are. It is so important and vital for you to have the most up-to-date information on every platform, including Facebook. Absolutely. You know, um, one of the things that happened when we first went into lockdown was people had to change their business hours or they had to change times when they were open or how they were open. And Facebook was one of the ways they did that. But number four um, is one of the great ways you can update public information about yourself. And that is Google My Business. Yes. Google My Business is a very underrated and underappreciated mechanism for you to publicly say stuff about who you are, what you do, why it's important, what your hours are, when you're open, what your location is. And I would say that if your location or your hours or your phone number changes or your web address changes, then Google is the first place that you should probably be updating. But for the sake of the way in which we want people to approach um, their marketing for social media posting, we decided this order was the best order for that purpose. Uh, yeah, so Google My Business, super important. And I think that uh, most people just underrank how important it really is because it affects so many things like, you know, proximity searches and 
reviews, places where you can collect reviews, which is one of the biggest indicators of um, searchability, search engine importance, is how many positive reviews you have. We call it Google juice. Yeah, your Google juice. And uh, Google My Business is really kind of the, the key to making it all happen. Um, and number five, what should people do? Well, okay. What? I had one more thing to say. Oh, give it to me. Okay. So one more thing to say about that is if you haven't already claimed your Google profile, it is very important for you to claim that and go through the authorization process with Google to make sure that you are the keeper of the keys to that page for your business. Yeah. And while you're at it, go claim all your other business listings. That's that's extra credit for this week, week five, number five. Are we in number five or number four? Number five. This number four. And then now uh, we're going to be. Okay. That's five. extra credit for number four. Week number four, check out your Google My Business, make all the updates that you need to do. But also, go claim all your other listings that are available to you for free, which, if you don't know, is a very good price. Who said that? I just did. But also Tom Peterson. That's important. A wise man. Cite your source. <laughs> so, uh, we've gone through number one, number two, number three, number four. And if you don't remember what those are, they're LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Google My Business. And the next one is... Dun, dun, dun. Week five. Your website. Your website, you say? Yes. Tell me more. Oftentimes, people neglect to update their website in many ways. No, they don't. One way... This has never happened. <laughs> ...is the date on the footer of the site. <laughs> uh, the date on the footer of the site... Auto updates now in the year 2021. Well, it can. It the, can. The thing is, it, it should. can. It, it should, should even. But in many cases, it, it does doesn't. not. And this is one of Megan's biggest pet peeves on the internet is going to see someone's footer that is says like copyright 2014. It drives. What are you even doing? Her crazy. I am sure I'm not the only one. I am sure. You scroll down and you're getting to the bottom where the contact information is and you see that date and you think, are they still open? Is this still an active business? And unless <laughs> they have like current blogs, honestly, most of the time I really wonder, are they really still around? Yeah. I mean, that's a fair point, Megan. Uh, I think that if you, if you're not in this, if your copyright date, the date at the bottom of your website does not say the year that you are in. You are making a fundamental mistake that is very easy to correct. So you should correct it. Yes, absolutely. And if you need help with that, let us know. Shout out Refreshing Edge. <laughs> or Edge One Media, any of those. I know them. <laughs> uh, the second thing is check your contact form. Your web provider, oh, whoever helps yes. you with your website and your hosting will not let you know that there is something wrong with your contact form unless you let them know that you are not receiving them because they don't have access to your email. Yeah, this is one of the biggest things uh, that we come across because email forms break. More than just about anything else on websites, email forms break because of how email deliverability changes over time. And 
we don't know that it breaks because there is no indicator that it has occurred other than people stop getting forms from the from the email form and say, hey, uh, is this still working? And so one of the things that we try to do for our monthly maintenance clients is just test the form every month just to make sure that it still goes through. It still comes to your inbox. It's not marked as spam. That's another thing that happens is people's contact forms get marked as spam. So you should create a rule so that they never get marked as spam. They always go to your inbox. Or create some kind of reminder to go check the log of contact forms that are in your website. If you don't have a log, uh, a place to check all the entries that have ever happened, you should make one. And uh, if you don't know how to do that, contact Edge One Media, 503-567-7343, www.edge-one, that's O-N-E, dot com. Paid for you by Edge One Media. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a really important thing to have is just a way, in, if your email breaks, to go back and check entries. Just earlier today, I had, so I had three marketing meetings today. And just earlier today, in one of those marketing meetings, we went over the analytics for the website. And she had had 36 people visit the contact page, but she'd only received two forms. So I said, hey, we should test this just to make sure that you're receiving all of these forms. But people can go to your contact page for other reasons. You know, maybe they got your phone number or they got your address or any number of other reasons they could have gone there. Um, but it does turn out that, you know, she was receiving the forms, uh, but for some of them were going to her spam mm -hmm. and she didn't know to search for it there. So it's, it's important to know that because some of the ways that people contact you on those forms is spam like they might have keywords in them that you know are indicators of um, spam for your email provider so you just need to double check and double check it often yeah just always make sure that the contact form works in addition make sure that your services your offerings whatever else you have going on on your website is up to date as well just like we're, we were talking about with the social platforms and how times have changed over the last year it's important that what you're putting out there is really the best foot forward and the most jarring thing to any new client or any new person coming to, to you is having misinformation or something different, um, unexpected, old old pricing that we hear that often. People have old pricing on their site. Yeah. They come and then they charge $30 more and people think, wow, that was not what I expected. So make sure that you're updating those things often. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The old bait and switch. Nobody likes the bait and switch. And, uh, if you, if someone comes to you expecting one thing and then gets something else that is higher priced, uh, they will not be happy. Even if it's a good service, even if you do a good job, even if it's worth every penny, if they expect something different, they will not be happy. Unsaid expectations are the on-ramp to resentment. Who said that? I don't know. I heard it in college. It seemed to resonate with me. <laughs> I live my life in little credos that I pick up in different places, and those just become a part of my like life's philosophy. And uh, that's just one of them. It's just one of the many. I just want to make sure we cite our source. That's all. <laughs> Well, this is not, <laughs> this is not an, uh, this is an AP English. This is, <laughs> oh, I thought that was, this was an AP English podcast. <laughs> it's not, it's a podcast. And on the internet, you don't have, there are no rules. 
You can say anything. And uh, there are no consequences. I mean, there are consequences, but mm. that's for another podcast for a different time. It's, yeah, true. Okay. So for spring cleaning, I think that those are the main ones that we want you to focus on. There are other things that you could look at depending on your business or industry. You might want to look at your Pinterest or your YouTube channel. You might want to look at your local chamber of commerce listings or for us here in Portland, it's the Portland business journal, but for you, it might be the Cincinnati business journal. Um, there's lots of different places that your information can be found online. And we, we just want to make sure that you take time every year in this sort of spring time to look at that reassess and make sure the best information for your business is out there. Absolutely. It's It's all free of charge and it's wonderful marketing. Absolutely. So your homework is to go back through all of the things that we have mentioned to go clean out, update, make fresh LinkedIn, Facebook, Google My Business, website. There was one I missed. What was it? LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Google My Business. You're so much smarter than me. And then come back next week and tell us all about how you did it in our Refreshing Edge Facebook group. Refreshing Edge Facebook group, you say? Yes. If you are not already a member, you should become one today. You know why? Because we talk about all kinds of things like this and more. We ask interesting questions to people in there. We ask, is a hot dog a sandwich? Well, is it? We ask you how your day is. We ask you how your month is. We ask you how you're tracking to your goals. We ask you what your favorite color is. We ask you how your business is doing, how you're feeling, all kinds of things. There's all kinds of discourse in there, and it's worthwhile to be in just to check it out. So go do your homework. Come join our group and have an amazing spring cleaning for your business. Enjoy.